0: Welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Faith, Fitness, and Freedom Podcast. And I'm your host, Rebecca Tabert Contreras. And in today's episode, ladies, we get to laugh a little bit as I will share with you some powerful kind of zingers that God has um, given to me. I don't know about you. I think we relate with him differently, but every once in a while, he'll just give me this like zinger thought. And I'm just, it's that reminder like, come on, Rebecca, let's reel it back in. Let's get focused back on me, right? And I know that they, we get to recalibrate, we get to recalibrate our, our focus and our connection just to be reminded, right? That his word tells us that we are not to be conformed to this world word, but to be renewed, um, but by the, you know, to be walking with him by the renewal of our mind. And we get to do that consistently and intentionally. And every once in a while, he'll give us a zinger to remind us, right? So that's what I get to share with you today. It'll be quick and powerful. Before I get into that, for those of you that are newer to me or not familiar with me, I am a former atheist, corporate girl, overweight turned Jesus loving, purpose driven entrepreneur and fit now at pushing 50 which is crazy to me. And so over the course of my entrepreneurship, I've had so many great experiences and I've coached women for over a decade and now in this season I am so incredibly grateful that God has called me into this season where I work exclusively with Christian women to help you cultivate a strong mind and body so that you do experience a deeper relationship with God and then a greater capacity for influence and impact and income within your unique and greater purpose. And yes, I am always going to, this warning is cute, but it's also true. And that is that the side effects do include feeling strong, sexy, and radiating a confidence that carries, into a, di- carries a dynamic presence into every room. Fair enough. So with that, the first one, I was sitting in a church the other day and I was listening to the worship music and y'all, I love my worship music. Hopefully you're never stuck by me in the midst of a service because I love to sing. God gave me this, I don't know, his, his sense of humor. I, I don't carry a good tune, but I definitely carry a tune. <laughs> and excuse me, I love it and I love worship music. And as I was sitting there through the worship music, <clears throat> I started to notice that the sound was off and I quickly heard as I'm thinking huh the sound sounds off like what's going on I quickly heard Jesus say if you were focused on me right now you would not have time to judge the, the sound right and it was just that reminder of like okay God I hear you I see you and that reminder that when we're focused on him, we don't have room, we don't have time, we don't have energy. We don't, it's not even our thought in our mind to focus on judgment or comparison or stress or worry. So it's that reminder to consistently, when those things come up, we can recognize them and allow them to be good triggers to remind us to get back to focus on Jesus, right? Right. And there's practical ways of doing that out. Maybe you need to put on some worship music. Maybe you need to get into your journal. Maybe you need to um, go out in nature, however it is that you connect with him, right? And it might just be that you've, you know, pre-planned ahead, that you've got specific scripture in mind that kind of bring you back, reel you back in. But those are the practical ways to give it out, right? And another one that has come up recently is the reminder that uh, we and uh, we're in Southern California and we have, you know, the infamous Santa w- Ana winds and a couple of weeks back they were crazy strong and so strong that one of my girlfriends has quite a bit of property and uh, they had a big rig on their property and the big rig was not attached to the truck. So it was just that not attached to I don't know what that would be the cabin part of the truck and The winds took the trailer portion of the big rig and completely knocked it over. And it just reminded me, the analogy that God consistently puts in my mind is that when we are rooted and grounded in Him, He usually uses a tree as this analogy, but when we think about like a tree, right, the common analogies would be a tree or even a a glacier, but for me, it's the tree because when you look at an oak tree and you look at this big, massive tree... The root system is so more, so much more powerful than what you even see. The root system is dug into that earth. That's what keeps them standing in the midst of the craziest of storms, right? And when we are not rooted, then we do fall over. No matter how strong you are, if you don't have your roots dug in and expanded in depth and width and all the things with God, with his word, with your understanding of who he is and who he says you are, when you have those roots, which takes consistency, intention over time, right? Being intentional about being in word, being in relationship with them. And it takes time, right? You get to start exactly from where you're at, right? So you start building roots as soon as you pay attention, right? As soon as you ask them into your life, as soon as you start studying the word, you start building roots. But the um, the time and the intention and the intensity in which you study and which you choose to be in relationship with him will determine the rate of growth, the depth, the width of the roots that you're establishing. And when those roots are established, you sustain the storms. how And what was even more, that's the analogy that given me for a long time. However, what was also brought friend of mind, and it's, consistently come to me in a couple different ways this last couple months is the reminder that when we do that, like we get to be grounded and rooted and all that, not just to withstand the storm, but think about the oak tree itself, like how amazing and how phenomenal those things are and how strong they are. And when it comes to our purpose, we get to, and I just don't think we talk about it enough, like Jesus doesn't want us to like be always worried about a storm or, you know, always concerned about the like negative he says focus on what is good focus on what is lovely he came to give us life and give it to us in abundance right and so it's not just going to him and I know we know this logically but sis can I tell you that I just feel like right now and I know so many people have been through so many hard things and I get that and it's very real and it's like there's so many circumstances that are beyond our comprehension, and yet none of it is a shock to God. And he promises to work all things out for our good. And I can tell you that the reason he says to focus on what is good and what is lovely, focus on your continued expansion into your unique and greater purpose. And he tells you to do those things because what we focus on expands. So, if you're focused on the st- the storm, if you're listening to the services that only talk about, like, well, when you're when you're in a, you know, when you're in a um a pit or or when you're struggling if it, it if the what you're listening to is only referencing all the struggle, all the adversity, even though it's with the best of intentions how to get out of it, then you're going to be more focused on the struggle and the adversity and all those things. I'm not saying that those things don't have their place. I'm not saying that those things don't have the message. But what I want to do and impress upon you and we united can do this is get back to sharing the good news, not just in the salvation that we have within Jesus. Yes, that is first and foremost, but what are you doing with your unique and greater purpose right now in this season, while you're here, while you have the opportunity to live it out? Because every single day you are working out the legacy that you get to live. Every single day you are working out the unique and greater purpose when you choose to. And every day it is a choice. You're either choosing actions, thoughts, beliefs that lead you to really being able to cultivate that unique and greater purpose so that you can experience and give more of it. Or you're choosing to stifle that. You're choosing to let it go. It might feel as if it's automated because it's been a choice for so long. It might be your automated response to be negative or to think about what's going wrong or to sit in the the negative emotions. But you get to choose differently on any given day. Will it be difficult? Yes. If you spent the last decade being kind of a pessimist or feeling like you're whatever, then yes. Or if you... Uh, and this is another thing too, even not that, because I don't want to focus on, I don't want to be guilty of focusing on that either. Um, I know that if you're listening to this podcast, a lot of you, um, know that you have this unique and greater purpose and you're working on this unique and greater purpose, but maybe something in the last couple of years has happened that like has taken your confidence back a notch, Right we get to go back to focusing on what's going to build your confidence. We get to go back to recognizing what might have brought your confidence down and how to rebuild it. Because when you do that, then you're in this position to continually grow and expand, right? When the confidence builds your belief, the confidence it doesn't mean, um, I heard Dean Graziosi describe it this way, and when we talk about building confidence, we don't mean that you're at ground zero. If you're listening to this this podcast, then I know a little something about you because I just know like turns like. So it's not like you're down in a pitter and you're, you know, uh, You know, in full on blown depression. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if something has transpired, there's an action, there's a circumstance, there's something that was unexpected, there's a person that disappointed you, or you're questioning your own decisions, and now your confidence is down at 95 or 90%. That gives your mind 5 or 10% to be focused on the stinking, I call it stinking thinking, right? And as I heard another uh, preacher talk about, I can't remember who that was, but like, again, related to confidence that we give it just an inch and it gives the, the enemy enough of a foothold to take more ground. Right. It doesn't have to be a lot. So we get to focus on the expansion. We get to focus. It's not. an. And when I say expansion, I do not mean name it or claim it and all those things. You've got to put in the work, sister. But what I mean is when it start, it does start with our thoughts. It starts with our belief. It starts with our focus. So we get to choose to be rooted, be intentional in God's word, seek him diligently on a given day because of the amazing plans he has for us because of what he wants you to be accomplishing because he knows that you are created on a unique and greater purpose, but you get to do your part and choose it. And so I would love to see, and I want to be part of that process, more conversations about God's word and what he has laid out for us in abundance. What the good things, the the amazing things that he has in store for you. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. What is in store for those who love Christ Jesus? And that's what we need to focus on. Again, not that the other things don't happen. It's not sunshine, sunshine and rainbows. But it's sh- consistently shifting our focus back to Jesus. Just like as a simple as it, and it starts with the little things, like recognizing when you start to quote unquote notice something or your version of judgment, right? I know you, and I know that you're not, you know, you don't sit in massive judgment because. I I just believe that I attract loving and generous and kind people and, and all the things, right? But even still, right, to the increment in which you're jumping, the noticing that something's off, the whatever it might be, right? We get to then bring ourselves back to Jesus, right? So I hope that that was helpful. If it was, please like um, the podcast, make sure to follow it, share it with a girlfriend. As always, I would love to connect with you. Um, I'll drop a link below for the upcoming program. Uh, the Legend or legacy mastermind, excuse me, that is by application only, but if you are a Christian woman who is determined to experience your best and give your best, to cultivate that strong-minded body so that you are in the position to recognize it, to receive it, to work it out in you so that you can give it, then this mastermind is for you. So I'll post a link in the um, show notes and that's it for now. Love you guys. Bye.